I just want you to think about this one phrase today and that's it. And then you can go about doing what you do best. I am assuming that's painting Warhammer and if I'm right, thumbs up. It's going to have the highest like ratio, isn't it? So, here's what I want you to think about. The future belongs to the risk takers. I'll say it again because it's my channel and I'll cry if I want to. So, it's the future belongs to the risk takers. Most people are not risk takers. In fact, I was talking to one of the biggest wet blankets I know about exactly this. And we were basically just talking about a course of action in their life. You know what their response was to that? I'm not going to go into the specifics of it, but it was just catastrophizing. That was it. And they were ridiculous, absurd catastroph catastrophizing that was not based on reality. Like, yeah, it could potentially happen, but it was essentially the same line of argument as, what if I walk out today and I get snipered in the head? Well, I guess you'd be dead then, wouldn't you? It could happen. Is it likely to happen? No. Was what he was talking about much more likely than that? Yes, but they were not anywhere near the realm of what is going to be in the sphere of likely outcomes to what he was saying. But that's how his brain works and that's why he is where he is. Because he hasn't conditioned himself to think that the best way to go through life is actually that, is to just crash through and ask for forgiveness instead of permission. It, it really is the way to go. Because you will see it, it doesn't matter, it's an energy and it doesn't matter which way that you put it, you can have your leaders like your John Barillaros of the world that'll just push through and be like, yeah, no one's gonna notice that I do this dodgy shit on the council, but he got results. Look at that guy's wealth. It's really criminal. That, and he's not involved in ICAC for some reason. And I'd imagine that if you go into the ICAC meeting, he's just gonna turn around in one of those judge hats being like, surprise, dude. Most of the time, when you take risks, you will be eventually rewarded for them because what happens normally to most people is that they auto-correct and unless you are doing extremely dumb risks that are going to, you know, resulting in like health hazard and stuff because I know that that's the like, argument that people are going to say to that I'll go, yeah, well, what if I wanted to risk take jumping out from whatever one of those outer atmospheres are that human beings aren't supposed to be in and I lose oxygen and then I bang my head on the, in the bottom of the Grand Canyon I fall that fast and I'm still alive somehow and didn't get a heart attack is that worth taking the risk? I suppose, and that's to be fair, because I was just using exactly the same thing. Like, what if I get stupid? But a lot of the time when you're thinking about catastrophizing, the reality of that happening is very, very small, even when it comes to things that are not that high stakes. So it's always comedy. If you're going to go out on stage and you're imagining that everyone's going to be standing there yelling, Boo! We paid good money for this. You ruined my marriage. Oh, I demand an apology. Make sure, make, make it law that that man's never allowed to go on stage again. That can happen. And look, it has happened to me. But I've done hundreds of stand-up shows in my life. Hundreds. You know how many times this happened? Once. Once out of hundreds of times. Out of hundreds of examples that I could possibly think of, there was one time where it was that savage. Most of the time when you bomb on stage, it's meh. <laughs> Woozle wuzzle? What the hell is that? Eh. Bit of a difference in jump, and frankly, I preferred it better when they were like, you ruined my life. <laughs> because now that I think back at it, it's funny that people got that worked up about five minutes of, oh my god, this is something I don't like. I hate this. <laughs> so, that added as bonuses anyway. 
And now I've got some material to take out one minute of content that I have to fill out because I've just got to chug this channel along. So it was all good at the end, wasn't it? And on top of that, because I just noticed, okay, now I've gone through the worst. There's nothing worse that can happen to that. In fact, even if it was like in the olden days and they brought out that massive cane with piano going, meh, 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 my neck, ah, and you got dragged off, that'd be an improvement. Anything that got worse from there would kind of just be amusing. So it's, it's always the same when it comes to this. The worst case scenario that you are thinking about, first of all, let's get the facts straight, is a fantasy. It hasn't happened yet. Second off, it's very, very unlikely to happen. What is most likely to happen is a lukewarm outcome of your life not really going one way or the other. But at least if you've tried that, you know that that's the response that you get. And if you try out something else and your life goes in the other way in a really good direction, that's why the future belongs to the risk takers. Because they just try out 10 things while the other person sits there going, that's shit, that's dangerous. Why would you do that? I don't like that. Oh, I hate that. Mad. That's great. While that person has done 10 different things, you've done 10 nothings. 10 nothings. Or the other thing that happens a lot of the time is people start going on a path that is more successful. This is the one that really infuriates me. They are getting better results. Logically, they know they're getting better results, but what has happened in their mind is just like how you have like a bottoming out phase. So there's some people that if they're homeless, that, that'll kick in and they'll be like, no, I'm not being homeless. That's it. I'm going to get into gear and I'm going to get a really crap single bed apartment in a country town, which there is nothing more depressing than that. When you're in a small-ish city and there is, I don't know, like maybe six apartments in that 70s red brick just in the middle of a bunch of houses and you think, why? How could you be that low to live there? And then you see one of the people walking out to get the mail and you think, oh, that explains it. So, uh, no offense if you live in one of those. Well, I suppose you can't not be offended by that thud. But yeah, <laughs> that's really mean. Um, yeah. You see what's happening here though? A lot of the things that are happening in your mind of you know, this is not going to work out or this is going to work out. All of those things haven't happened. It's it's fantasy. All of it is fantasy. It's the same thing as when people say, don't count your chickens before they hatch. It's exactly the same on this end. It's just that some people have like a, a positive mindset. So they just think that things are going to turn out awesomely for themselves. And the people on this side don't. But these people stay where they are. The people that are just like, that's going to work, that's going to work, that's going to work, that's going to work, that's going to work. They're wrong. They're wrong nine out of ten times. But one of those times, they're correct. That's where you see all the growth. That's where you see all the results. And that's where you see the rewards. When people always say, yeah, you just did that because you're confident. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about myself now. People always say that to me. They always just say that, like, you're only in the position that you're in because you're confident. There's better comedians out there than you. That's probably true. I personally don't think so. I think I'm the greatest comedian who have ever lived. But that probably is correct that there are people out there that are a lot more talented than me, but they don't have the necessary skill, which is to execute. They don't have that thing that just makes them push through all of the, what if this happens in their head to go and get the result. That's all it is. So don't undermine that skill. Don't pawn people off for having that. If you just did it, so you got the result. Yes. Write that down. That's a recipe that works. I cannot believe this when I hear this all the time. 
you only have that because you tried. What is the logic there? Anyway, sorry, I'm like, I'm just scared at the moment. I'm looking out of the window with that Donnie Darko music in the background playing, like, I found it kind of funny, I found it kind of shit. <laughs> it is a mad world. Uh, and the dreams of which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. So, as your homework, I want you to think about that point. I want you to think about what your mind naturally goes to. Does it naturally go towards this is going to work out and it's going to be great? Or does it go towards this isn't going to work out? Now, the great thing about the Hamish and Andy combo is what I've pieced together is that Andy apparently was the one that had that instinct that was always saying, there's always a way we can do it and pushed it forward. Apparently Hamish catastrophizes in his mind all the time of like, oh, but what if we get in trouble? And that's the way his mind works, right? But obviously Hamish is a brilliant product and so they were able to push their way up as a result of that. So I'm not saying that it's just all the fact that you're able to execute, but it's a huge chunk. It's 80% of it. In fact, it's probably more than that because yeah, okay, Hamish might be hilarious. That's all well and good. But if it was just up to him and he wasn't prodded along the way, <clears throat> no, you're gonna be successful. Go out there and dance, Hamish, dance. <sighs> if he was just staying at home at the moment, what would he be? Somebody like that, I'm assuming, Twitch gamer in their 40s that wasted 20 years of their life not being a millionaire and having all these fun adventures in Brazil. That is the difference. It's about the willingness to execute. It's about the willingness to realize that even if that bad case scenario happens, first of all, just planning for it in your mind. Like, if you're just like, oh, okay, if, if that's the worst thing that I can possibly imagine, if that did happen, how would I prepare for it? Instantly, that nulls it. But the second point is, if you're just going to go towards that all the time and just like, uh, the second thing is as well, I think that you should be hyping up the great things that could come out of it. The best case scenario. Because most, both of them aren't likely, but this one is going to push you towards executing. This one is not. This one is going to justify in your mind why you shouldn't be executing. So, that's your choice. But I want you to see where your mind is, because as always, you can change that. But the thing is that what you want to be doing is to just, first of all, discover if you're being motivated by pleasure or pain. I think I'm just lucky in the fact that my brain is motivated by pleasure. I think it might just be the fact that I've been reading self-help. It's just been so long that I've been brainwashed that I can't even remember. But I think that I've always had this thing in the back of my mind of this is going to work. This is going to work. I'm just going to push ahead, plow ahead. If it doesn't work, that's fine. I'll discard it and I'll come up with something later. But I'm just going to try this now. I think that's the way that my mind works. A lot of people, I think, are just motivated by, but what about the pain? And if that is the case, the way that you get around that is to think about it in that context of what is the pain of you not? Because the worst pain I think that you can possibly feel is being on your deathbed and realizing that you were a schmo, that you lived a safe life. Maybe there's going to be some mole hobbits out there going, no, but that sounds great. It's living in a burrow my whole life. And let's be honest, that's pretty much what I do anyway. But I take risks in that burrow, damn it. Big risks. Big risks. So you what, the Clyde Palmer thing is a classic example of that. I had people on my team saying, no, don't do it. You're going to get sued. This is awful. All of that stuff. I pushed ahead. I said, shut the fuck up. Did it. Best move of my career. Best move. So global publicity. Never got that before. Maybe some national press here and there, but that pushed it there. And the thing is, what I was doing was saying to one of the richest, most powerful people on earth, come on, you fat shit, sue me. I'm going to insult you more, even longer, worse. I'm going to get on, let's do this, let's dance. I was goading him into suing me. If somebody sues you for litigation, that could really screw up your life. 
horribly, but it did it, did it. It had the exact opposite effect. And I looked at it and I thought the worst case scenario is you can sue me for every penny I'm worth. That's great because most of my assets are fucking liquid anyway. So you can't really sue someone for that stuff. And on top of that, even if he does, I'm young. I can make my wealth back again. Even if I have to be bankrupted or whatever, in the meantime, for all the like ridiculous lawfare suits he's going to put me in. First off, uh, it probably won't even get to that stage. But second, even if it does get to that stage, I can write a book out of it. I will have all of these other materials that I can say, like me taking on the fat shit. So I, I'm just always looking at the, oh my God, that would be great if that happened. I got to the point where I was convincing myself that I wanted to be sued. I was disappointed that he just kind of backed away like the little bitch he is. That's what happened towards the end. Anyway, I'm going to go. So give me more likes. I always want them. And uh, give me more questions. And... You know what else as well? Take care of yourself and each other. That's my slogan from now on. Take that, Jerry Springer. Second question, are you still alive? I'm not sure. Anyway, you know what to do.